Greetings, I'm Lisbon Versi, Agriculture Educator for UW Extension in Brown County, Wisconsin. This has been a challenging year for producers, so this week we are going to talk about the don'ts of reproductive management. On the panel today is Paul Fricke, Dairy Cattle Reproductive Specialist for UW Madison and UW Extension, Heather Schlesser, Dairy Agent for UW Extension in Marathon County, and Dr. Vicki Lauer, Professional Services Veterinarian for Animart. With the low milk prices, it may be tempting to cut corners to save money, but a lot of times this just ends up making things worse. Dr. Vicki, what are some things you'd like to warn producers not to do, even in these difficult financial times? So one major thing to do is do not switch to using a bull instead of AI. Um, it might seem tempting because the bull is going to watch for heats, he's going to breed them, your work won't be as much, but it's really, really a bad idea. As we discussed in previous podcasts, that bull is going to have decreased fertility during heat stress, just like the cows. So he's not going to sell as many cows anyway. Um, then you also have major safety concerns on the farm. And there is also the risk of transferring venereal disease. And some of these venereal diseases will stay with the cows for an extended period of time. So then you're going to be sacrificing fertility for a long time. Then uh, a further point is that usually with these breeding bulls, they're not going to offer the genetic potential of, of the AI bulls. So just not a good idea to use breeding bulls in general. Um, another option that's really not smart is stop using your synchronization program. As we discussed earlier, the sync program is going to give us our best option for getting cows bred during the heat. Um, so just don't cut corners on your, your sync program. Then a third thing I see as a veterinarian is some farms like to cut back on their, their herd health or their preg checks. So, for instance, if they are every other week, they want to switch to once a month. But as an example, if you have a, a cow that was, say, 28 days pregnant um, and you didn't check her at that one herd health and you decide to wait until the, the next one, if you're putting off herd health for every month, that, now is gonna, that cow is going to be 58 days bred. And you're sacrificing a full two weeks if she's not bred, where you aren't going to synchronize her, try and get her settled any other way. Um, and on one cow, sure, it's not a big deal if she isn't pregnant, but when you're talking about a whole entire herd of cows with multiple cows for an extra two weeks, it's going to cost you a whole lot more as far as cows being uh, in milk longer. And the more days of milk they are without being pregnant, you're going to have an increased risk of fat cow issues like ketosis, fatty liver, and DAs. Paul, you have anything you want to add? Yeah, thanks, Vicki. Um, I think one of the most common questions that I get when, when uh, you know, times get tied as far as milk prices and so on and so forth is, you know, can I somehow decrease the cost of my synchronization program? So, for example, a, a pre-sync, off-sync protocol requires five different treatments, two prostaglandins followed by the three treatments in an off-sync protocol. And, and I've been asked many times, what would happen if I just drop the first prostaglandin treatment or, or if I stop pre-synchronizing my cows? And again, I would, I would just reiterate what Dr. Vicki said, and that is that you don't want to cut corners on your, your repro program. Time insemination can be one of the most effective ways to cope with heat stress. And so um, anything that you're going to do to try to cut costs. Those costs are very small, the cost of a treatment with prostaglandin compared to the value of the pregnancy that could be produced. You're, you're talking about a few dollars versus hundreds of dollars in the value of a pregnancy. And so I just, 
I just really um, discourage people from trying to think along those lines as far as cutting corners or, or, or you know, trying to cut costs with the synchronization program that they have in place on their farm. Heather, any comments that you have? Yes, thank you, Paul. I just sort of want to echo a little bit of what Dr. Vicky said about switching to a bull. I think in general, in these tough times, you know, we're often tempted to, to cut on our genetics and to buy the low-priced semen and the really cheap stuff, you know, just get them bred. It doesn't matter what we breed them with. But I think we need to keep in mind that you know, milk prices go in a cycle and eventually we're going to come out of this slump and when we do, you want your cattle to have the genetics uh, to, for that high milk production and you want them to have the genetics of good protein and fat yields and so even though, you know, you might be tempted to cut and to sacrifice on the genetics right now, I'd really encourage you not to do that. So, thank you. Thank you to our wonderful panel today.